welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the show. It's the Beyond Belief podcast, and this is your host, Bill, and I am joined with a plethora of people. Yes. Alan, what's happening? How you doing, man? Good. I got uh, I have Ashley here, and we have Lauren from Texas back with us. Hello, hello. The, Hi. The three-peat repeat, but it's four people. Yeah. That's crazy. First time. First time, and we had a whole bunch of glitches. But So, Lauren, how are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Here we go. Alan, first question. You have a question. I don't have a question. Yes, you do. Oh well, actually <laughs> it was it was quite funny because Ashley kept talking to Lauren. She's like, You can't talk to me yet. Right. So that in that's a great indication that Ashley has been a bad influence like the whole time they've known each other. Yeah. So you're your friendship started in college. 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 And soccer was the the common. Okay. Well, we actually, Lauren didn't like me when I came from my uh, recruiting trip. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Remember, Lauren? I don't like most of my friends at first, but then I, they, <laughs> then I get to know. We are so much alike, Lauren. <laughs> right. Yeah. Bill didn't like me for. I hate everybody. Bill didn't like me for like a year. <laughs> No, it wasn't a year. Jeez. It was close. All right. So tell me more. So she didn't like you. Well, and no. then you forced her to be your friend. I did. I paid her lots of money. <laughs> I said, please be my friend. I have none. So, she was like way cool. She hung out with all the cool girls. And I was like, I'm not into that. I'm a rule follower. And she wants to have fun. <laughs> and, you know, eventually we I warmed up to her. Well, I think you had to because we were forced to stay in the same dorm. <laughs> we lived together. We did. We lived together. So were you together. like the dorm mom? No, Lauren was super cool. No, yeah. oh, but, you know, I followed the rules a little better than most people. Yeah, in somebody that. has to. So Ashley was a bad influence. Is that what I'm picking up on? I mean, no, not a bad influence. Oh, okay. She just, she made me get out of my shell, so I thought it was a good influence. Oh, okay. Wow. Way to good. turn. Way to turn the tables on us. That's my best friend. Yeah. Making me look good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the things she brought into my world just changed me. <laughs> For the better. <laughs> right. Right. Could be bad. Yeah, probably was. No, I think it was, we went, when I went for my recruiting trip, my brother also went to that college, and so... He kind of pushed me towards, I would say, people who, what are you doing over there? I'm just talking to Alan. He's making fun of me or something. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm making Um, No, he's just trying to make sure I stay. No, it's the breathing. I can hear it. I can hear the... We have Lauren. We, we have sounds like again happening over here. It sounds like an obscene phone call. <laughs> it's not. You're, you're still on Beyond Belief podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, go ahead. So, so, anyways, I think when I went for my recruiting trip, I stayed with another group of girls on the soccer team, and um, and they were they were partiers, wouldn't you say, Lauren? Yeah, they were partiers, and um, 
they would go out. And so I just ended up going with them. And I think sometimes when you go in for a recruiting trip, they put you with people like that purposefully to make you see the crazy life, I guess, the college life, the college experience. To make it attractive? I think so. Don't yeah. you think, Lauren, sometimes? For sure. Yeah. Oh. And um, I didn't go to college. And so I did because that's what I was into at the time. So, but then Lauren and I roomed together. We were not like, what? I mean, we had like a suite. What would you call our room, Lauren? Like a suite? Yeah, it was, I, I had a name, but I don't remember it. Um, but yeah, it was <laughs> the room out. had a name. So it was like a common, I, cl- a cluster, a cluster. I don't, and oh, there no. was six of us. And Ashley lived next door, but it was like in the same room. Yeah, so there's three bedrooms, two to each room, and then like a common area, and then like one big bathroom area all in our room. So oh, yeah. it didn't have like a, like you don't have to go out for a hallway bathroom. So we all were there, but Lauren had a different, <laughs> a different roommate, and I had a different roommate. And Why are you laughing about that? Because as I think as wild as I was, I don't think that compares to how wild our roommates were. Do you agree, Lauren? Crazy, crazy. <laughs> Sounds like there's more to that. Well, yeah. They, who knows if they would ever listen? So we would never want us to air their craziness. So, all right. Listen, you have to wake up. You I'm sound, awake. No, you sound very. Do I sound like, tired? Yeah, though? you're putting us to sleep. I'm, I'm over here ready to take a nap. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel awake. That's okay. what I was feeling. I was like, I was wondering why I was dozing off. This was yeah. like. Oh uh, anyways, so Lauren, you're. Was faith active in college for you, your faith? Uh, not, no, not really. Okay. I mean, I, w- I didn't really go to, you, you know, we were a uh, Methodist-based college, but I didn't ever connect to a church in Montgomery. Um, I grew up, we, from what we've talked about before, I grew up with a very strong Christian foundation. Right. So I knew like my morals and my values. And I, you know, tried to steer and navigate that path. Um, but during college, I just played soccer, worked, went to school kind of thing. But hmm. I mean, it had a, probably a portion to do with my decisions because right from wrong, um, but not like actively involved in a Christian community, I would say, or church. Yeah. So Ashley, you had a pretty Christian based family growing up. So mm-hmm. What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are you going to go with that This one? was such a, like Lauren's like, yeah, so I had all my things in order and knew what I was doing and picked the school. And Ashley's like, well, it was a party school. So that's yeah. why I wanted to go. I and mean, honestly, soccer. honestly, I did choose. I originally decided to go to a school in North Carolina. And then I still went in, on a visit to that school pretty much because my brother went to school there. And so we were very close growing up. And so that's why I went on that visit. And then I was like, well, everybody seems really nice. We could play soccer. My brother's here. And that is kind of why I based my decision on telling the other school, yeah, I'm not going here anymore. I've changed my mind. Um, and so. So do you think, think God plays a part in that? Where, where you're at now with your friendship with her and where things oh, yeah. are now and. Lauren was always like my moral compass, even though I was wild and crazy. She was always just very realistic, always just super. No, I'm serious. Like so uh, she was nice. The buzz kill. 
No, hey, she we wasn't. Have a game tomorrow. I will say she was not. She never she never judged. Like that was the best thing about her. She was the kindest person. She would never judge you and like and was just always willing to kind of go do whatever, but also really kept to what she felt was right and wrong. So for example, if I was out drinking, she would never let me go alone. She'd always drive me, but she would never drink and but she was always there and always hung out with us and was just as much fun like I mean so. I didn't really think I needed to drink to be fun so I just you no. didn't because you're super cool in the years that you guys were at school did mm-hmm. did you ever have a conversation about God or your or your your faith well, that's a not good like one. a deep not a deep conversation yeah. I would say, I mean, unless Ashley disagrees, I, I just say like, you know, I think we both knew where our family backgrounds were, but we didn't like dive into deep Bible studies or anything like that. Right. And I think too, sometimes because our parents, I mean, I know my parents lived closer than her parents, you know, to our um, college, but I think too, once like I met her mom and dad, you know, just once we met each other's parents, I felt like even though, you know, her parents divorced when she was younger and, but her stepdad is super awesome. And it was like, once I met her parents and she met my parents, I felt like we came from a very like similar background. I knew that faith was important um, because her mom would, sometimes send us, do you remember when your mom gave me that cross, Lauren? Like she sent like that little cross. Do you remember that? I don't. I still have it. Um, <laughs> she was drunk. But like, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Lauren. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that would have been me. Um, but she, I just recognize, I think that our families were very similar. I don't know if you feel like that, Lauren, but once oh, we met sure. each other and our parents got along very well, like anytime they saw each other, they would, go out to dinners together. And, and it was something like when my parents were in town, Lauren would always come with us to dinner. And I mean, we became, once we started rooming together, it was pretty much like we were, I felt like inseparable. A lot of people would always say, you don't go anywhere without Lauren. And I was like, yeah, she's my best friend. Yeah. She keeps me upright. (laughs) Right. So why do you think that is that you guys came from similar backgrounds and you had the you had the pretty much the same upbringing within the, you know, going to church and everything. Why do you think you never had a conversation about your, your faith? For, for me, it's like, I just was living life and it was pretty good and it was pretty easy. And, um, I probably felt independent and didn't really need to rely on God. Right. And I think that we, like we had challenges during college, like, first world problem type challenges, but I don't think either of us experienced any thing like deep rooted with regards to trauma or life changing experiences where we would have had to turn to God. Now I know better, right? You should turn to him daily. But at the time I was like, I mean, I got my life under control for me. That's- right. Absolutely. Actually, we had, we had just mentioned, um, Bill and I were talking just the other day and you know, people don't look for an answer when they think they've found an answer. They don't look for anything yeah. more when they think they're living where they should be or how they should be. Yeah, and especially at that age, I guess, right? Like, yeah. I mean, you're younger and you're in college and 
you have a great foundation. So off you go. Right. Until something crazy happens. And I think for me, it was my, my parents were pretty strict. I mean, as far as growing up and we had things, you know, I mean, I had friends in high school that their parents would let them stay out all night long. And I was just like, geez, you know, my parents would never. And so I think for me, it became, I was out of the house. I was on my own. I didn't have to go to church. Like it wasn't, not that my parents forced me, but they expected us to, we're getting up and going to church. Um, And so I think for me, it was that, woohoo, I'm free. I can go if I want. I don't have to, if I don't want to. It's my choice kind Um, of thing. Yeah. And I definitely... I definitely went a little wild, to say the least. That sounds like an understatement. <laughs> yeah, from what I'm picking up on <laughs> yeah, now. My vibes over here. Right. Yeah, that's just a little mild. So at what point do you, what point in your life do you think you started being more um, Christ-centered? When did you start looking to God for the answers? Was there something traumatic that happened to do that or what, what brought that on? <laughs> Um, for for well, who? Uh, Who's this for? Either one. <laughs> like, both. You can go, Lauren, if you want. <laughs> I, probably Ashley said uh, a pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I just like was convicted after I, you know, got settled in life and career and, you know, you're fulfilled. Like I'm a doer and I'm very driven and I like to accomplish things and that that's only going to fill you so much, right? Like you can't sustain that. And so once I was established in my career and I had a a house and I got just, I didn't like love the Lord. Like, it's just, I, when I go to church, I know that's where I need to be. That's so much wisdom and guidance there. So, you know, I started to go and, um, you know, that was probably like late, later twenties, early thirties. And then, um, obviously it's developed from there, uh, for me, that's kind of just how I naturally gravitated back into more of a church home. Cool. Yeah. I think, I mean, you can, you can talk, Ashley. Do you have something to add or are you just going to say ditto? Well, no. Um, (laughs) well for me, I, I think when I graduated college and I went to Wisconsin for a job, that was the farthest I've ever been away from family and friends. And when I was there, there was a lot of stuff kind of just dealing with. And so I ended up looking for a church there. And when I found one, like I knew that's where I needed to be. But even then after that, I just wasn't really growing a relationship with God. Right. I was kind of back and forth here and there, just some other things happened. And, um, and then it was kind of obviously like a few years ago when Bill and I kind of went through everything that that's when I was like, yep, this is really where I need to be and what I need to be doing. So took so, a little longer for me. Right. So, well, it took a long time for me. Oh my right. God. You guys have a huge head start. It was, yeah. wow. I was silly for a long time. But um, do you think that the lack of friends and family and the church was actually kind of a way to fill a, a void or fill the emptiness? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I definitely know like when all this kind of happened, um, like I said, Lauren has always been kind of just 
I mean, she is my best friend and she's always been that voice of reason right? and things that make sense. And also just, she does show people just so much kindness and grace and mercy in it. And it's one of those things where sometimes I'm like, man, I just like, she has to, in my eyes, like she's the person I really look up to and she has it together and she knows exactly like the path she wants to be on and needs to be on and works hard to do that. And so when kind of stuff happened between Bill and I, like I was afraid to tell her because I like, it was almost like I, I always felt like I was disappointing her if that makes sense. Yeah. But it was like the minute I told her, it was just, I knew I was like, why did I like, she's my best friend. Why did I not? And because it was just everything she said to me was exactly how I knew she would be kind, showing compassion to both of us and everything, the advice and everything we talked about was Christ based advice, if that makes sense and exactly what I needed. And so it's ironic how people use that same philosophy, why they don't turn their life over to Christ. Yeah. I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or right. I'll just let yeah. them down or. Well, I think it's very, very cool because, you know, I've said this before, we're all examples. We're all, you know, the term influencer is used for yeah, all these right. people that right. are, you know, on the internet or whatever. Uh, but each of us are influencers in someone's life. And, yeah. you know, that's a great example. Yeah. Just um, Lauren being an influencer in, in Ashley's life. Well, you can tell if you look at the friendship on how long it's lasted, right? Like, yeah, there's it's a, a spiritual, well, old. there's a spiritual base to it, <laughs> yeah. which makes it stronger. Absolutely. Even if it was one-sided at one time, but now I'm sure because it's, it's has common ground to it, it is now even stronger right. because Ashley's had friends that have walked away from her through this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, that weren't, that have no spiritual base. Right. And they're gone. Like they don't even... They don't even exist in our life. And same with me and same well, probably in your past. Been, as well. uh, been a Christian is to be Christ centered and, and Christ mm-hmm. wouldn't just walk away. So when you yeah. have Christ as the center, definitely, yeah. you know, people are going to realize, Hey, I need to stick by this person or at least be there for him. Lauren, have you had friends like that over time? That as you grow, grew your relationship closer to God, that they kind of drifted off. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, Ashley knows like, um, I don't, was it like this past year? I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, you know, with the changes within our society, um, you have like three minute people, three hour people, three day people. And, you know, people will support you for various reasons. And, you know, I, I believe there's friendships like Ashley in my life. Um, because I, tend to give too much grace sometimes, I guess. I don't even know if that's really a thing, but, you know, standing for what, for what you believe in and yourself. And, um, you know, I've had to kind of stand firm in what I believe in, what I feel my family values and yeah, people unfortunately don't always see it the same way and you, you can lose friendships, but it is hard, but I think like, although we're meant to be a community, you have to be a community of the right people. And so I am always under the thought of that was a season with those friendships and not that 
they can't be restored at some point, but now is not the season that they're meant to be in my life. So yeah, that, I mean, that's a hard reality. And I think too, within Christianity, that's almost something hard for me. Cause like when Ashley said, she's not the only person that said, Oh, I just thought you, you had it all together. And I didn't want to share this with you because, you know, for lack of better wording, you seem so perfect, but yet I am so imperfect. And that's why I do give grace because, you know, I fail daily to do things that might seem like a first world problem, but in God's eyes, our sins are all equal. So that's where I kind of feel that my grace bounds from, I guess you would say, is because whatever you do and I do in God's eyes is equal, right? I'm, I'm no yeah. better than you because I you know, cussed out my neighbor versus somebody did something significantly more impactful, but it's a sin in God's eyes. Lauren, so. you would never cuss out your neighbor. Well, you know, uh, I wouldn't put it faster. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Right>. Reflection's <laughs> a hard thing. Yeah, man. When you, when you look at other people and they, you know, and you know, inside what you've done and you know right. that God knows and that you've taken it before him, you can't. It is so hard for me. I mean, I, I tell Alan and Ashley all the time how, oh, like, you know, it's hard not to let the, let the world or emotions get you uh, for a second. And then you're like, wow, I can't act like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, he extends me the most mercy and grace, but here I am. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, they were, it was brought up about broken friendships. You know, people walked away at, 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 in periods of the life, but you know, even those friends that walked away are watching. Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. still, they're, they're still looking to see if you're living up to what you're saying and and it's going to influence them at one point or another. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very important. Yeah. I think you'll have relationships. Uh, what I thought was interesting about Lauren's story is, well, not story, but what she's talking about now is that if you look at their friendship, you know, Ashley went through things, but it's not as if she neglected the friendship. She, she wanted to go to her, but, but wasn't sure that what she was going to bring to her would be accepted because other, other friendships had let her down, but yet she goes to Lauren and takes the information to her. And I think they've, I think they've grown a little closer after, uh, the things that Ashley and I are dealing with currently. I think they've grown closer spiritually, not worldly, right? Like you can go to somebody and get their advice about how you should cut your grass or, you know, and that's great, but that's not somebody you're going to invite inside your spiritual world. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's just a worldly thing. So when they, when you bring somebody in spiritually, you are, you know, you're exposing yourself. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big thing to let people into those things inside of you that are affecting you, especially on the spiritual side. Right. Because the world's taught people not to, not to take religion outside the church or your relationship with God. They want it all contained. But then when you start reaching out and seeing the community of Christians and it's like, wow, like these people are actually good people. Yeah. So I have a question for for you, Lauren. Um, Bill and I have talked about this and with other people as well. But, you know, it just seems like there's more people having Christ-centered talks now, you know, out in the world. Um, and people are becoming more interested in relationship versus re- religion. Um, do you find that to be true? You mean like relationship with God? Yes, yes. You know, with God, and it's not just happening in the church now. 
Well, I mean, I live in a very Christ-centered community. And okay. so, yeah, I, I, I think just, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just something we've experienced. But, you know, with what we've been through the last year or two in the world, that people, like y'all said, they see how people handle things. And really during the whole COVID thing, I like there was not one ounce of fear in my body. Like I basically was furloughed. My husband's job was like, not, he's a travel agent, right? So he wasn't making any money, but I never feared. Like I never feared I wasn't going to be provided for. I never feared that I was going to get sick. And I think people saw that and the amount of people that had fear and anxiety. And I'm sure you'll seen the statistics on anxiety, depression, and divorce. And those people just aren't at peace. And when they see people that live through things that have this almost non-worldly peace, they gravitate towards it and they start to ask questions. Right. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we, we did an episode recently about, um, you know, everyone's looking for a move of God. We actually need to be the move of God. And right there, not having the fear and, and having the peace and the calmness and, and no worry um, is really been a move of God for other people to see. Definitely. Yeah. I think if you, if you look at the faith that people have, yeah, right. That's not faith in worldly things. That's what's letting us down. You know, yes. if you look at leadership and, uh, and, and I'm not, we've talked about it before. I don't, I don't get into the political thing, you know? Yeah. You might not like the current state of affairs, but yeah, people have to be reminded that God has orchestrated this. Uh-huh. It's not for us to question or dismantle what God has put in place. We might not like it and that's human nature, but you have to, the faith extends to believing that God, that this is for his good and his glory. Not for, not for us. Right. Like we don't, we don't do these things here to make us feel better. When you do that, you attach the world to it. Right. And so anyways, uh, what say you, Ashley? I'm just taking it all in. No, no, no you gotta be a participant. I can, I can mute you. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what's your thoughts? You went from, we, well, we did, we went from a life where, uh, things were good and going along and. We weren't, uh, we weren't living for the Lord. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, I definitely wasn't. And then, and now how is it, what has it done to your faith? Well, I mean, it's, I mean the whole emotion range. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to get real. Well, it went, I mean, I've touched on this before, but it went from being very angry at God and why would you let this happen kind of thing to then just really growing my faith. Um, and really delving into more of a relationship. Um, for me now, you know, I think as far as what I try to do is definitely in school. I mean, I am with FCA and stuff and it's slowly kind of throwing little chunks of God into my work, which is working at a public school that can be a little difficult, but I have a lot of students who come to, you know, FCA and we have those conversations and throughout the day, you know, we'll have those conversations or it's just that little slight reminder to them, what would Jesus do? You know, and they just laugh and like, yes, ma'am. And, you know, we move on, but it's, it is opened a door and it's made me more confident, I guess, in my relationship. 
So therefore I'm more comfortable to really share or talk about it. And what um, was it like before when you did FCA, like a couple years ago, before all of this really started to make you, I mean, honestly, I was like, yeah, I mean, I grew up, you know, in the church, like I can do this and I'm getting paid a stipend to do it. So um, why yeah, wouldn't I? I mean, that's kind of where it was, but now it's grown into, you know, so much more than that. Well, now it's a desire versus, mm -hmm. right? Like being in a position, I'm guessing. Yes. Because it seems like, and I'll, and I'll tell and you, because I'm your husband, mm -hmm. but it's different. I see it differently from you. You give me spiritual advice that you would never give me before. Like you say, let's pray or, uh, you know, I mean, there's more, it's more faith-based and our relationship was not faith-based before mm -hmm. at all. It was world-based. I mean, it's just the reality of it. Why is everybody looking at me? Well, you're talking. You're talking? So I'm so polite. nervous right now. It's Lauren's polite. not looking at me. I'm just kidding. She is looking at me. Believe it or not, she's probably <laughs> staring at the phone. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, well, Lauren, do you, um, I, you said you live in a Christ-centered community, so everyone, you know, um, has their focus on Christ. What about within your job? Are you seeing people within your job, the patients? Um, do you, are you seeing more faith within them or searching from them for Christ? Probably more than normal, like the last couple of years. Um, but we we're kind of a unique group because we have a lot of different faiths within our practice. So, um, it's actually kind of interesting. Um, we have a, like a plethora of different religions from different personnel and some of the way that they are dedicated and devoted to their religion actually puts me as a Christian to shame. You know, I'm like, they are, they, they pray more. They, you know, um, practice different, um, religious principles. And I'm like, I go to church and I read my Bible, you know, for like 15 minutes a day, but they are purely dedicated to, um, their faith. And so, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting cause it's almost, um, makes me want to be a better Christian cause I see how devoted they are to their religion. Uh, but yeah, I overall within our practice, I have employees that we know what we can talk about when we can talk about it. Um, but we don't force it obviously on anyone. And then, you know, I don't shy away from if any patient wants to talk about any of their beliefs, like we can have a civil conversation and, you know, 99% of the time, it's like, you can learn from others about what their faith is and, um, what they lean on. And then, you know, there are patients that will seek your guidance, um, you know, cause they see how you've handled situations throughout, you know, the years. But I say overall, if I had to guess, I would say there's more depression and anxiety and especially in children, um, like middle, middle school age here recently, that's, it's hard. Cause I, and I'm not a kid type advocate person. I can't, I don't know how to deal with them like Ashley does. And so that's yeah, kind either. of a real struggle. <laughs> I'm going to kick the door open and give a whooping. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, Hey, hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's talk this out. <laughs> let's use your words. Right. I'm like, we have a quick fix. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's interesting though, that your job has 
such a diverse group. It's got to make uh, it hard. I mean, I, I don't know. Do you? I mean, it, oh, go ahead, Lauren. It does, but it doesn't. Like, it makes it drives me to just kind of be who I want to be, but it also challenges me because I'm like, man, they are so much more dedicated than the Christian society. You know, right. like they pray multiple times a day. They practice certain traditions throughout the year. Um, and like I said, I am to me, the outside looking in, I am not that. Well, you know, you know, what's crazy and we'll probably get, uh, rebuked for this, but in the Christian religion, there's so much division, but if you go to sure. some of the other religions, it's, it's that religion. Yeah. It's not divided yeah. so much. I mean, even in, and I'm not condoning, uh, well, I shouldn't say condone. I'm not, I'm not going to stand behind other religions that aren't <laughs> Christian. Advocate. Yeah. I'm not ad advocating cause it's, they're lost and they don't have the salvation, but they're, but I will say they don't have the distractions. Our, our, yeah. our religion, not our relationship, our religion, the Christianity religion it's so divisive, man. We talk about this all, almost every other, every couple of episodes, how yeah. divided. Yeah, because you have the Baptists and you have the Presbyterians and oh, you have gosh, all these different groups and they say you need to worship God this way and you need to do this and here's the rules. Line up here. All this stuff. Um, and within all that, the relationship gets lost. Everybody's focusing on, you know, yeah. going to church three times a week or, you know, we got to look this way or smell this way or whatever the rules yeah. are. And, um, <laughs> I was smell this way. Yeah. But well, you, everybody's focused on the rules and yeah. everything yeah. that the, it becomes legalistic. Set, yeah. The, the man has set forth that they lose sight of the relationship. So it's refreshing. I guess what I'm saying is to be a, working somewhere to see people devoted. You're right. To their, not just their religion, their relationship that they've yeah. established through their religion, uh, in their faith, which, yeah, it's crazy. Do you ever have any, like, in the workplace, do you ever have anybody, even though there's all these different religions, like look down on Christianity or? No, because we don't really talk about it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, because I, we're very focused right. driven. Yeah. I volume practice. We're basically all worker bees, which some of it is a testament to their faith. Because, you know, some religions believe the greater the work, the mm -hmm. greater your yeah. But chance to get in heaven. Um, but not really. I mean, yeah. I've never felt like, I guess, convicted or um, to have the conversation with them, you mean? Yeah. I mean, we've even in meetings, there's been like, okay, well, whoever the God is that you pray to, like a, re a meeting I recently had, it was like, call it whatever religion you want to, but there was a divine intervention and this happened. You know, like, and nobody was offended by it. Mm -hmm. You know, like we all are respectful of each other as individuals. I guess maybe that's why we can have that type of relationship. Yeah. Um, on all sorts of levels, but. And see, we don't like at my school, me and my friend, uh, Robin, we always, we always joke We're we we're like the only two Christians on our team, um, and uh, so we joke about that, but it's very, it's very obvious. There's a lot of different political views. Um, oh, I can't even imagine. And as, a few, <laughs> and a few that you know, they are. I mean, they they are atheists, and 
Um, the other day we were at lunch and one of my players, soccer players, moms also works there. And she was saying, I can't believe that, you know, my daughter wanted to say the prayer before your game. And I said, yeah, she did so great. And we were talking about it. And then one of the coworkers was like, you pray before your games. And I was like, uh, uh, we just got busted. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, yeah, we do. You know, I said, I just kind of make a statement well, that they don't have to, if they don't want, it's not a force thing. They right. can do it if they want to. And, um, she was like, wow, I can't believe you do that. And I was like, well, you know, we all have different things that well, it's a good thing. Right. You believe in, it. You know, it was Rome just very, AD. Yeah. it was just very, you can tell, you know, frowned upon and, but it's again that, you know, I, I'm very respectful of her political views and well, what the she tough does thing and is, doesn't right. believe, but it was just very like, how dare you? And I was like, oh. well, you know, um, actually prayer was taken out of school because of one loudmouth atheist, Madeline uh, O'Hare. Yeah, that's I believe it. it's her name. Yeah, that's it. But she she raised such a fuss that prayer was taken out. She took it to court, you know, because mm-hmm. she didn't think her son should be exposed to people praying or whatever. Well, I think it's time for the Christians to take it back. Yeah. We just need to be more loud than the loudmouth atheists. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the disconnect is, man. Like, I mean, there's because a lot of Christians, things. I think Christians get this whole, you know, been tolerant and everything um, of other people, and you, and you don't want to discourage other people you don't want to you know everything um you don't want to offend anyone well to a christians degree. never did the persecuting right absolutely but i think it's time for christians to be like no that's wrong forget that we need to be praying or whatever the case may be it's time for us to stand up and be like hey we're here geez alan let's go <laughs> well, get that's me pitchfork <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go actually let's, let's pick it let's, gra- uh, let's go, go, go grab lauren and <laughs> yeah let's get in the truck and go around <laughs> Jeez. all right this is taking a sideways turn <laughs> it is uh, i just think it's time for us think, to stand I think up lauren hung up <laughs> she may have i just think it's time for us to stand up and be more uh, and just proclaim it more all right so i'm gonna ask you a question lauren can i ask like serious questions like pretty like, are we allowed to do that on here? Okay. All right. So what does your witnessing look like? Oh, that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just hit me in the face. It just got real. Yeah. Well, we talk about it all the time. Like Alan and I are like, you know, we, we talked about it in an episode, like praying with a, uh, a waitress before a meal. I were asking, you know, Hey, yeah. would you like to stand here while we pray for a meal? And Alan's like, I'm not there yet. And there's I'm things not. I I'm not, you know. I'm not there. Yet. Oh yeah, I, I, I mean, I would say, like, I just try to live a like biblical life, and then when I find people that are hurting or they seem like they could need somebody that to reach out, like I, I will pray with people, right? I'll um, talk to them about the Lord, but usually I like try to steer them in a direction of like going to church, attending a church or going to, um, you know, a counselor, like a Christian counselor in our area that really liked because he prays before and after the sessions. And obviously if they're lost to that capacity, I can't help them. But, um, I don't know right now. I just feel like my place is to kind of plant the seed, 
And just through influencing people with notice, noticing like diminished fear and anxiety and just knowing that there are people out there who can navigate through life and how we navigate through life is different, right? So obviously I don't have anything worldly that I lean on because it can always be taken away. And so uh, that's kind of where... Yeah, witnessing's hard. Yeah. It is very it's hard. It's hard for me. I had a very neat experience last, I think it was Thursday. Yeah. In the office. Yeah. yeah. So can I share that? Yeah, sure. You so sound jacked up. I am. I'm always jacked up. But anyway. Alan just um, got awake. Woke. I just got woke. Woke. But anyway, um, <laughs> I was actually in this office talking to a friend and um you know, I hadn't been working the way that I used to because I had a, an accident back in the last year, the last day of last year. So anyway, we were talking and uh, they were asking, you know, what I was doing with my time. And I talked about this podcast and one of his employees was sitting there and she was like, so what's the podcast about? And I started talking about, you know, I said, it's about Christianity. We're having, uh, you know, Christ Center talks with people and and just having a lot of conversations about, you know, things that people go through every day. And, um, this person actually shared a story with me and it all segued like super easy. It just, it just naturally changed course. And, uh, she was telling me about her nephew and I'm going to do two things here. Uh I'm going to tell this story. And then also I'm going to ask for prayer for, for, uh, for this guy. But she was telling me about her nephew that's been in hospice care for the last two years. He's 16 years old. Wow. And it's a, a miracle actually that he's still alive and none of the doctors know what's wrong with him. And they has a team of doctors that can't figure out what's wrong with him. And they actually had a, um, a conference in Orlando, a medical conference. And they, the, the case was brought up there and all those doctors were stumped as well. So there's a team of doctors trying to figure out what's wrong with him. He's been in hospice care for, for two years. And um, this is the one thing that I want to do is I want to put out there, you know, for people to pray for this young man. And his name is Nicholas Black. And, um, you know, just pray that the doc, the doctors will gain some knowledge from this right. issue, yeah. uh, from this, this instance. And then also to pray for his family to have peace and um, comfort throughout this and just know that there is a higher purpose because I believe God is using this young man for, for a higher purpose. It may be to draw his family, draw his family, draw people that know him, know the situation, but his name is Nicholas black. And um, you know, his prayer, any prayers would be appreciated for him. But anyway, I was sitting there talking to him and, and she shared this story with me. So it was amazing how it went from, you know, talking business to podcast to Christianity to this story. And um, I just found it so it was just so easy how I got to witness for Christ. And, you know, I was was sitting there and and um, it's just amazing when you when you pay attention and you see things like that, that allow you just you know, when you are paying attention and the door opens, yeah, that allows you to witness to someone. That's I miss the opportunity all the time. I like, know. I mean, I, I think about times. You have tunnel could, vision, dude. Man, it's hard not to. I used to as well. They always oh, used to now, be. A, now you're there. Used to always be a train coming though. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but I was like, did you hand out a sticker? Uh, well, I don't take my stickers with me. Well, I hand out <laughs> cards. I didn't. Hand, I don't keep stickers in the car because I don't want the heat to run there or whatever. But yeah. No, nah, it's a, it. That's a good story because 
who knows where that's going to go even with this. Exactly. For him. Exactly. Yeah. We're called to pray for people that can't pray for themselves. Right. Well, another, and I know this is the Lauren show, but another aspect of that story is, (laughs) um, you know, Ashley's here too. (laughs) Oh yeah, Ashley. (laughs) But, um, another aspect of that story is, you know, he's, he's in his bed, he's been in his bed and, and, uh, he's like I said, 24 hour hospice care for two years, but he is still more concerned about his, his little brother, I believe it was you know, making sure he's taken care of and getting stuff to eat or whatever. So, um, his mom is a, him and his mom are people of faith. Right. Um, so they know that there's something bigger happening here, but it's, it's hard to see sometimes what that exactly is when you're in it. Oh, you're not kidding. Yeah. So one thing, um, I challenged myself to do about two years ago, and I guess it was maybe more of a conviction is like, I'm like, I, you know, I'm a rule follower. I want everybody to be happy. I don't like to deviate, but you know, when you get those, um, like gut feelings that you're like, this person might be struggling, but I don't know what to say or do. And so whenever I get those feelings now, I just do it. I say what is like, I need to say, I do like, if it's like, okay, they need a coffee. I just like bring them a coffee. And it's amazing sometimes what that convert, like a conversation will start from that. Or, you know, you can meet people like randomly and, you know, say, hi, how's it going? Or that just touches them in a way that you may never know. But I always say that it's like my God gut. He's just telling me that somebody needs something because it's amazing. Like, you know, something like Ashley, like for months, I didn't know what she was going through. And I'm sure there was times I was like, Oh, I should pick up and call Ashley. And then I'd be like, no, but, but, for, make an excuse. But now I try to not, not have those excuses because people need people and you never know like what something little, like the fact that you, you have this, um, kid's name out there. He is going to inspire somebody else, you know? Yes, ma'am. I think, I think that's the Holy spirit working in you. Yeah. I, oh I, yeah, for sure. I think Alan and I talked about it before. I, I kind of, I wasn't sure what that was, what, what the Holy spirit was supposed to be. And, uh, so I wasn't listening. I'd just tune it out. I would hear, you know, I would hear like, you should stop and help that person. And, and I keep like, driving. And I'd be like, yeah, they got help yeah. on the way. <laughs> but I told Ashley that one day. I'm like, no, they're on. she's like, we was should Ashley stop. Was Ashley in the truck with yeah. you that day? Yeah. yeah. So it was Ashley too. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. No, in her defense, like <laughs> we drove by. I shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh. It's nervous laughter. <laughs> right. <laughs> we drove by and I was, and I was, and she said, you know, we should stop and help them. I'm like, no, nah, he's got a phone. He'll be okay. He's already calling somebody. <laughs> she's, and we kept going. And I was like, I was like, oh, wow. so she did try. Okay. She, she attempted. But I overpowered her. I got you. Uh, that's the kind of stuff, you know, if you don't start listening to that, you'll spend yeah. a long portion of your life not, not allowing the Holy Spirit to work in you and through you to reach other people. You know, I told you yesterday mm-hmm. that story about the dump. I went to the dump and uh, this lady, uh, she, she snuck up on me <laughs> and she grabbed my shoulder and she was like, I love that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like we're at the dump. And I mean, I was like, uh Oh, you know, I'm like, I'm, there's a camera somewhere. And uh, she said, I love that sticker. And I was like, what? And I immediately look at her car and this is how, this is my mind. 
50 years worth of work. And I look at her car, it's missing the front end. It's a dirty van that's at the dump full of garbage. And I look at her and I judged her immediately. And, uh, and I said, what are you talking about? And she said, your sticker, where did you get that? So I walked to the back of the truck and I looked at the sticker and it was a sticker I made that says saved life. And she's like that sticker. And I said, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking stuff as I'm talking to her and I'm realizing that inside of me, the conviction is telling me to be sweet to this lady. And my, but my training of bad living has taught me to push her away and be like, what, you know, I'm, how dare you talk to me? Right. Like, it's just this. And, and so I was like, well, I made the sticker. And then I was like, it's just interesting. Like the closer you grow to God, the further away you get from the crappy person you used to be. It's not overnight and it doesn't happen all the time, uh, but it happens more frequently than it would if I wasn't close to God. From what I've heard, I don't think Lauren was ever a crappy person. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't uh, (laughs) saying that we're both the same. (laughs) Not at all. I got you. Uh, But that would. And the only thing the only thing about the dump story is I would never have been like that before. And I would have talked to her for a minute to get her out of my presence. But I went back and grabbed some stickers and a card and gave it to her. Uh, You know, will we hear from her? Nah. But guess what? Only God knows where those stickers will end up. And maybe she was the conduit. Yeah. For it to help yeah. somebody else. It, it's not for us to decide. We're here when we become Christians, when we turn our lives over to Christ and put him at the center of our life, we are commanded. We're commanded to work for him. Right. To bring him glory. Well, I think it's important, you know, like Lauren said, it, it, she feels compelled to just be the planting the seeds yeah. right now. Uh, and yeah. that's all we can do. Yeah. God makes the increase. All we can do is plant the seed. We have to be there for people. Um, you don't and everybody does it in different ways. Absolutely. Just being oh. kind actually nowadays stands out. Yeah, right. Just being nice <laughs> and just taking your time and talking to someone. I'm amazed. I mean, I drive pretty quick. Um, I got pulled the really? other day. Yeah, yeah, I got pulled the other day doing 72 and a 55. <laughs> so I mean, I'm pretty quick anyway. But <laughs> he says I'm quick. It's not I'm a speeder. Boy, you, <laughs> you have taken the S off of sin. <laughs> like, I'm like, what, what is quick? Well, quick is five point, over. You're doing 20. Point being, that was a country road. Nobody was around. Yeah. But point being, I come down like four, I was on 441 this morning and well, it's everywhere. Like you're going 60. Well, I'm going 60 and cars are like running up on me. Yeah, real you're doing quick. 60 now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, everybody is in such a hurry. So I think, I mean, just to be different nowadays would be to slow down and, and actually talk to people and be kind to people because actually I try to be nice to people and sometimes it's taken the wrong way. Like, yeah, who's this nut job? You know, they're like, they question me being nice. (laughs) They're not used to it. I never knew you like that. Yeah. Well, not you. I'm never kind to you, but I'm talking about other people that I meet. Yeah. 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 Nicer people. Yeah, exactly. Well, the whole, the whole great commission thing uh, about going out and spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and the things that he preached and taught, uh, in the great commission, people, people take it as if we all have to go about it the same way, you know, like, like Ashley does it differently in her school and by her example, the way that she interacts with people, we're definitely not the same people as far as 
fast, fun, and friendly. Right. Uh, you know, I'm a very direct and, and Lauren's probably the same way I can, I could probably see it, but she probably has a lot more compassion, but it it's how it's not, it's not how we do it. Right. Because we're all different, but it's how we, how we're going to reach people. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out a way to say it. It's, we all plant it differently. Yeah. The, the great commission says to go. It doesn't say how we go, right? Uh, where we go in this podcast. We don't know who we'll reach. We don't, right. you know, Lauren and her interactions, who knows? And and with Ashley, with the kids. Yeah. Can you imagine, you know, uh, the people that she'll reach in FCA? Right. Um, well, God gives us each different, you know, qualities Talk because yeah. of that. We each have different talents. And I thought somebody broke in. Yep. I'm here. <laughs> Still here. She's, we've been ignoring her. I'm like, the dog didn't even bark, Alan. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, actually, I was listening. Um, it's so important to be in the schools so today. Funny. It's so important to be in schools today and yeah. influencing these children because, well, I was listening. Right way. Yeah, in the right way. I was listening to the thing this morning they were talking about, and I'm not trying to get political, but they were talking about Cuba and the way it changed, you know, from being a very nice place and um, the the economy was good and stuff to communism. And it all starts. I mean, it didn't necessarily start there, but it's nobody starts, reinforced it in school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They indoctrinate children right. with all this information, you know, how socialism is good. And, and they, they, they'll teach, they don't teach a lot of history unless it's about communist countries Man. Um, nowadays. So it's so important that there's an influence in schools. How's, how's faith uh, brought in front of, your child, Lauren. How do you uh, do it with Mason? Like through what? Her house well, he, her school? Well, I'm just talking about like, I mean, how, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not saying like, how do you present it to him, but how do you make sure things are grounded in faith? Like, what does it well, look like for him? He goes to um, like a Methodist church. He, his pre-kindergarten is at a Methodist church. So okay. they talk about, Jesus and they have Bible verses and their little pre-K graduation, they recited a Bible verse. <laughs> and I, the, I guess the biggest lesson right now for him is like telling the truth is hard, but you need to tell the truth. And, um, kindness, you know, is like, what would Jesus do type thing, but on a fifth, uh, five, five-year-old level. So, and then he prays, he's our, um, mealtime prayer. So we pray <laughs> oh, over yeah. dinner together as a family, but he does it. And then he prays, you know, before we go to bed. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's so like, just to see the Lord through his eyes. Um, it just, I mean, I, I know that y'all have kids, so you've seen it, but you're like, Oh, I don't want them to lose that innocence, <laughs> you know, that people are good and you can be kind to all sorts of people. In fact, he had a kid in his class two weeks ago. He's like, we don't play with him. And I was like, no, no, no. That's you play with everybody. You include him because fast forward 10 years, that's going to be the kid in school that you need to reach out to because they feel alone. So yeah. uh, starting them at a young age, um, I think it's definitely important. And even your son can be an influencer in that kid's life uh, exactly. because yeah, exactly. So yeah, what I was saying, we need to, uh, we all need to, um, <laughs> 
The dog's Influ- acting a fool. Yeah, we we all need to influence the children because that's where it's going to continue from there. If we don't get it in our children, you know, it's it's going to um, be swept under the rug, like for so many years within Christianity. It's sad to see. I mean, every day I see just products of their parents' beliefs, and whether that's religion, politics, and just how unkind, I guess is the right word. Are they unkind? Well, you can see the lack of faith. Yeah. Yeah, And just their, I don't know. It's just really sad to see. Well, and they're Um, so influenced by their family in a negative way. You know, like they don't even know what they believe. Mm -hmm. They don't, they just believe whatever their parents say. Exactly. And so that cultivates throughout the years. And then they're like, oh, sure. I'm this way. Well, why do you believe that? Well, I mean, that's how I grew up. Right. You know, yeah. it's interesting because my family life growing up wasn't overtly negative, but it wasn't overtly righteous. Right. Like it yeah. didn't it didn't produce fruits of faith, but it wasn't it wasn't like my my dad was a horrible, mean, rotten person. Not until we got older could I realize the stuff that he was doing wasn't great. But I mean, I survived through my teens. Yeah. So it wasn't you know what I mean? Like I didn't. I didn't come out scarred on the other end physically, but emotionally there was a couple of things that altered the way I, you know, I've responded in certain right. situations. I think the biggest thing in the public schools that I see is the, the lack of respect. Like even if you yeah. don't have yeah. the same opinion yeah. Yeah. or you don't believe the same thing, like Man, you're that's seeing that not, well, yeah. I know, but it's just so, I mean, everyone's but coming from kids who, Again, they've just learned it from their parents. And yeah. it's just, I remember growing up, like, it didn't matter if you didn't believe what we believed, if you did different things, like, we still were kind yeah. and respectful. And it that's just now how every, it was. Everyone's in the shaming now. Yeah. So, yeah. and you're, you know, it's exactly right. You know, raise up a child in the way, in the ways he should go. And he when he is old, from yeah, it. he won't, he won't depart from it. And I am living proof of that because my dad, I mean, he tried for years and years and years to keep me on the path. Um, I went off on my own and did my own thing, but still I'm sitting here now because he was that example and he started me out on the right path. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've told you about my cousin in West Virginia. He um, he was raised with, raised with a dad that told him, you know, when when it was questioned why my grandpa was reading the Bible all the time. Uh, my cousin's dad told him, you know, it's a it's a book that Christians read to make themselves feel better. And he had that mm-hmm. mentality for many, many years. Um, but I was talking to him the other day about this podcast and he's been listening to a couple episodes and he's actually, and and I'm not saying the podcast turned him on to it. He started questioning, you know, faith and his walk with God and, and searching for a walk with God, um, recently. And he and I actually had a Christ center talk the other day, you know, and about this podcast and things that I'm doing and things that he sees and things he knows he needs to do and stuff. So it's, um, seed, it's never too late. Yeah. Uh-huh. But grandpa planted the seed in both of us when we were both young. Yeah. It just didn't get, yeah. get, uh, it didn't get cultivated with watered. him as well as it did with me. Yeah. Cause Jesus is the water, the only water. You'll Absolutely. Need. Yeah. Uh, you still there, Lauren? I am. Okay. <laughs> Just taking it all in. I'm taking it all yeah. in. 
So what's the next step? In, in life and friendship. <laughs> I don't know. I've always wanted to ask that question. Like, so where are you headed to next? What's, uh, what do you got going on next in your life? Um, well, I actually am changing my role within the company. Um, so I know it's kind of, I mean, it's very God driven thing. Um, because I'm going to go out of patient care into more, um, administration. And I've never, ever, ever wanted to do that. I thought I would do it. And I've told them no numerous times and, um, the opportunity presented itself and I was like, yes. And they're like, no, are you sure? And I was like, I have total clarity. Like this is what I'm supposed to do. And so hopefully my influence will be, um, a little greater with, um, within the company, um, and the employees, you know, not just my department. So that's my next thing. And then, Oh, go ahead. You're a big deal. Are you sure? Yeah. What's your prayer life look like? I meant to ask you that before. I don't know if I did. So if I did, I I forgot. Like I just pray it all the time. (laughs) Um, I mean, I pray in the morning, obviously, like I get up and I have a devotion and quiet time, but to make it through, like my password is, so my password to my login to my computer is Romans 12 to do not be conformed to the ways of the world. And so it's just throughout the day, I find that I just say a prayer for whatever reason to get me through the day, to help a patient that's leaving an employee that's struggling. Um, it's more of an ongoing conversation, I guess you can say. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. 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 How about you, Ashley? My prayer life. (laughs) Yes. Constant. (laughs) Uh, Jeez, no. babe, you made I, that the, sound like I'm the same as Lauren. I could so see, I could see that being married to Bill. You, <laughs> I knew this was coming. No, yeah. I, I do find, and it is. I say that sarcastically, and I don't mean it because Bill always asks me, you know, how much are you praying? Are you praying? You, you went from a kind very, voice to a nagging voice. No, it's not <laughs> nagging. I was just trying to like. You know, I love how when we tell stories, it's always the other person is like, "Why? Why did you act like that?" Why? Right? Like, what? No, because it is our our walks with the Lord is very different. Um, yeah. And I've said that before. You get up very early and have time in the morning, and I just don't get up don't as wait. early. You don't crack the cave door before eight o'clock. Yeah, it's not about having time; it's about making time. Oh, there you go. It's Man. fist bump. <laughs> but it is. I do feel like it's constant throughout the day. Like I mean, in he the did morning. Die for us. Um, it's my turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, You're- thank you. Thank you. Um, no, but I do in the morning. I do pray and I do read a devotion and a couple devotions sometimes and Lauren actually suggested a really good devotion that I get sent every morning. And, um, so I read that and then I pray and then it's just very throughout, I mean, throughout the day, anytime I feel, you know, something is making me, you know, anxious or there's a lot on my mind or whatever, I'll just stop and pray and, um, sometimes my drives in the morning, even though I'm talking to you most of the time when we're driving, but, um, sometimes in the morning too, just driving to work, it's nice to have that, 
that quiet time just to pray. And, um, what did your prayer life look like five years ago? I would pray every now and then. Okay. I mean, yeah, but it was probably more when, was it like a flat tire situation? When you uh, knock need, on wood, I've never had a flat tire. No, I'm driving. Well, that's that wasn't analogy, literal. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you yeah. got to no, break. Hey, go get a little simpler, Alan. Yeah. <laughs> it's the blonde hair. Uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of people use God as a as a spare tire. No, I you know. know I know it was. I don't think him. it was only when things were bad. Yeah, I think I just Food. it was very just sporadic. Uh, that relationship wasn't there. Our life five years ago was very different. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And so it was, I don't think, you know, I think sometimes in your life you, you can not take it seriously. Yeah. You know, you have a good grasp on what it should be. Uh, we went to church. I just don't think, I don't think, well, it's not a think thing. It's a no thing. I know we didn't take it serious. Yeah. It's kind of like you, you'll get to it later when things change or whatever. Well, Well, it wasn't even, we would get to it later. It just was not, it was. It wasn't a part of our life. We went to church very sporadically. Yeah. Um, when we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't a thing to honor God. It was just, we went when we felt like it. To make yourself feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Nah, I mean, we went to church. I don't know. I always to, felt very convicted. When we wanted when, to get closer to God, mm-hmm. we went to church. I got you. When we wanted to feel that. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, it wasn't. So I have a question for Lauren, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, so how do you handle working around the other other religions when they're, I mean, I know you're respectful. I can just, I can, I know that just from talking to you. Um, I'm sure you're not taking the Bible and beating them over the head and being like, you're doing it wrong. But how do you um, handle that? I mean, do you ever have an opportunity where you want to, you just want to show them something or show them um your walk with Christ and this how is the they should be. the longest question ever. It is. No, this isn't the longest one. <laughs> Alan, I have many questions that are pretty long. But do you ever uh, just want to share your faith, even with people that have other religions? Lauren? She's like... She, you answer. put her to sleep with that question. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no. Are um, you crying? Me? Yeah. Don't no. act like you haven't cried on a podcast before. I, I <laughs> but I, it was like, I just turned 40 and I was really upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't like people to know. Oh. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just don't think it's the right time. I, I just try to act um, in a way that's different than other people because it's the right thing to do. And, you know, there's always it's in God's timing. You know, he has a greater purpose and he has a greater vision. That's kind of like, um, like friendships, you know, the people. So Mike and I'll be married 13 years this year. And my three bridesmaids were Ashley, Ashley and Liz. And, you know, I picked them because I was like 20 years from now, we're going to have a relationship. Right. And we, we had a, we had a good relationship. Um, we were college friends, high school friends, whatever it was, but now I'm like the things that we've all endured. Like it's insane that we were friends, right? 15 years ago, 20 years ago, but now we, because we have each other, we've cultivated things through life that we might not have gotten through and come out on a 
a better note, you know? So it's like, I know that my place right now is just to be a person of influence, but you know, 10 years from now, it might be the time to say, let's pray, you know, or this is how I got through it. Um, and workplace is hard. I mean, my workplace is probably a lot easier than Ashley's because I feel like the school system is a whole nother ball game. Yeah. You have 30 kids in a classroom and just one complaint can spiral out of control. Exactly. A squeaky wheel gets the oil. Yeah. It's interesting in a, when somebody gets married, like I bet you could say who all of Mike's groomsmen were, uh-huh. but I bet he couldn't tell you who the bridesmaids were. <laughs> and that's not could. fair. He's not here. I bet but, he could. Man, well, I couldn't tell you. Three. I couldn't tell he you anything. Remember him? I still talk. He, we still man. talk about each of them. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah, I think no he way. could. I have Bill, Bill's trying to take the focus <laughs> off himself because he. Oh, I know I couldn't. That's why <laughs> we I didn't have any. <laughs> well, no, but I'm just saying, I know, I, like, like I, I wouldn't be able to. to. What are you talking about? No, we didn't have any. I couldn't tell you the guest list. <laughs> Lauren was there. I was no. there. I was pregnant, right? Yes, you were. <laughs> pregnant with Mason. Yep, you just told me you were pregnant when you came down there. The work- wedding. Yep. Or something. The workplace is because really I hard. think I was like, hey, let's have a drink. <laughs> and I was like, I can't and have you're a like, drink. I can't. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. Would you stop drinking? That's not what women she think. Wasn't. They're like, oh, oh, you're pregnant? Right. Yeah. And she's like, no, I just don't feel like drinking on a wedding day. <laughs> it's warm outside and it just might make me feel sick. Excuse me. I have to go throw up. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, is there anything else, Alan? You got anything? Did you write some stuff down? You guys don't have any like random fire questions for us? Like, yeah. I do, but I'm like, worried. College? I'm like, so I worried. Like, going to be like some good, juicy. We'll what, spit it out. See, have you ever see, been that's in? That's Ashley right there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I got one for Ashley. She ain't going to want to answer it though. Uh-oh. No comment. <laughs> you can't pull a Biden. So is there any, it's, have, has there ever been a time where something happened in your life, not presently within the last like five years, but in the past where you could see that it probably would have put an emphasis on your faith and you just didn't? Oh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Um, Either one of you can answer it. How long have you been married? Who? You and Ashley. I don't know. Seven years? Six years? Ten, ten, one, five. Six. I think it's six. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Six years. So, yeah. So, so Um, six years ago, she probably was like, oh, geez, (laughs) out. I'm going to swing this boom around. (laughs) No, probably. I mean, honestly. Panama City. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, I don't think Alan knows this story. Yeah, you told uh, me. Oh, I did, didn't you? Yeah. Lauren, that's funny. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna blame it on Lauren because she wasn't. Th- you weren't there yet, Lauren. Remember? I was not there yet. You came late, yeah. and did, that's why well, I, bet you I did got some in praying, trouble. Though, didn't you? <laughs> did Lauren bail you out of jail? <laughs> oh uh, no! Oh no! She wasn't there yet. <laughs> oh, she, okay. I wouldn't have done that if she was there because she would have been like, "What the heck are you doing?" Right. Like, whose friends are they? <laughs> right. Why are we here? Nobody likes the beach. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I'd probably say, I mean, honestly, I uh, probably in Wisconsin, like when I lived in Wisconsin, like I went through a lot emotionally. Yeah. So um, I'd probably say I just really had never felt depressed like that and just away from my family and just 
And you didn't turn to God, did you? No. I mean, I was going to church some. Um, In Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. She said that earlier. Yeah. You never listen. Yeah. I try not to. I was going to church <laughs> some, but, and then it just kind of felt like I was just so depressed and developed an eating disorder. And it was just like a whole bag of worms that I think then I should have obviously yeah. grown a relationship more, but I think it was just, I felt very alone and I didn't even, almost like I didn't know where to start. So, That's a tough yeah. place for people. Man. I think th I think there's a lot of people there. They either feel like you said earlier, they don't feel good enough. They don't feel worthy. And then there are some people just don't know where to start. This yeah. have no um, situations can make you either run to them with everything you have. Yeah. Or run away. Yeah. You know, sure. absolutely. My brother's my brother's pastor brought that up. I thought it was cool. And I said it in an episode because I used to say you're either running towards them. You're running backwards or you're standing still. And he said, if you're not running towards God, you're running away from him. Yeah. Like, I mean, there is no, there is no <clears throat> middle. So how about for you, Lauren? Boom. Uh, oh, hmm. It's breaking, breaking up. <laughs> is it breaking up? No. <laughs> oh, I was like, um. It was when I met Ashley. I don't think there's anything major like that I could think of. Uh, of course not. No, I'm just sorry. Kidding. No, I'm kidding. I told Ashley I'm pretty boring. I'm like, yeah. Uh, boring is good, actually. I used to I used to not be boring. <laughs> and it was horrible. Now that I'm boring, I'm yeah, like, you dropped a bomb wow. on me one time in a podcast. I'm like, I'm not taking that out. Which when you that? were like, I had a had an affair with cocaine for a while. I'm like, oh, no, what? Just, just what? keeping it real. I did. You should. I almost wrecked the car when I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She. Yeah. Yeah. I was with her. Oh. Oh. She's like, you didn't tell me. I'm like, huh? Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like we don't have to put what the rating is on the podcast. Well, we? the only reason I brought it up it wasn't to endorse it or be like, hey, no, everybody needs to try not. cocaine. No. No, it was basically so people would know that I'm real and hey, hey, you know, this knucklehead has messed up. So there is hope for me. Forgiveness it, is a crazy yeah. thing, you know. We we think it's up to us to forgive people, right? We have to accept the emotion of what, uh, what we feel towards somebody, but it's not our job to say they're forgiven, right? Like that's already happened. Christ dying on the cross was to forgive us of all of our sins, past, present, and future. But what happens is we feel this need to forgive people. And why I bring that up is, uh, you know, the, the, our past, whatever it is. You know, we, we look at people and we measure them based on their past when we shouldn't, we should look at where they're at now yeah. and their potential yep. of where, where they'll be. And, and all we can affect is their relationship with Christ. Like we can encourage that, which will push them forward. It has nothing to do with their past. We can't change that. Yeah. We can't do anything about it, but their relationship with Christ is what we should focus on, not whether or not we're stuck in the mode of forgiving somebody for their past. That's been taken care of. Right. Which actually I find very interesting now that you brought that up. It's amazing how many people are like, well, I, I will never forgive them. Right. I can't That's what I mean. Them. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's not on them. They don't think about, well, my thing is they don't think about, I mean, we're talking about Christians saying that, well, I can't forgive that person or whatever. I've done it. They don't, they don't. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people have, they don't think about 
uh, well, Christ gave his life to forgive us, yeah. you know, um, that was the ultimate sacrifice. And, and we're going to hold on to something when Christ forgave us, we're going to hold on to this little bitty, um, yeah, non, yeah, important I mean, thing. Right. So, yeah. Lauren, have you've been forgiven, right? For things. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't know why I jumped off on that when you said that. I, I don't want people to listen. You know why we can laugh at things that we've done in our life? Because we know we've been forgiven of it. We know that we're a new creature in Christ. And it doesn't define us. No, not right. Yeah. right. Exactly. We're Christians. Yeah. Like we're no longer, I mean, yeah, we still, we still have uh, things we struggle with. So, something I just thought, and this is a side topic, but anyway, something I had thought about the other day. Randomness with Alan. <laughs> I know, right? Um, you know, we were talking to Kelly and he was talking about, you know, he was, he's a truck driver and stuff, but that doesn't define him. He's a right. Christian. Yep. He's a follower right. of Christ. And it, it struck me because there's a lot of people that feel like they are defined by their employment, you know, mm -hmm. throughout this, this life. And then when they retire, you know, a lot of people shortly after they retire pass away. Yeah. Um, because that was that's what defined them. But yeah, they, when, have, they don't know what to do. Exactly. But when Christ, when you are a follower of Christ and that defines you. Um, you I live mean, for him. You don't die for him. Absolutely. You live for him absolutely. So it's not like, oh, I'm giving up or yeah. you don't have something to define you anymore. You're a Christian till the day you die. You're living for Christ till the day you die. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, I just found that interesting. No, that's good. Hey, Ash. Hey. Hey, what's Still up? <laughs> what's up? All right. Well, I don't have any bomb droppers for you. Did you want to ask something? You don't want to ask anything? I mean, what do you want me to ask? I, I well, that would be Bill's question. <laughs> right. Like, um, okay. We'll go with Lauren. What is your favorite college memory? Oh, geez. Hey, all right. Cleaning, um, cleaning up after Ashley. I, I don't think yeah, she ever had well, to do that. Well, I mean, I was a ten day old salad. What well, was ten week old salad that your mom had to clean out of your refrigerator after she did your ten lids of laundry? That oh my really gosh! Or the That's fact true. that you used trash bags to pick up Kai's clothes. Those come to mind. <laughs> Didn't we use tweezers to pick up her clothes as well? <laughs> and when She's yeah, so there's weak. just so many, so many. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking but, about the time you <laughs> it was pouring down rain and we ran from the um the dining hall and we tried to cut through like Cersei Hall and then we ran and you slid. Do you remember it was pouring down rain and you slid like sliding into home base into the glass doors? Oh wow. Do you remember that? Because it was no, wet. I don't remember that. Oh, my no, that's because you were sober. <laughs> and she was drunk. <laughs> No, she was no. No, I mean Lauren was sober. I wasn't even drunk then. You act like I was maybe a, she just made that up. I don't really know. Lauren, that was for real. <laughs> that was a dream. That was, that was a dream. Real. So funny. all right. Well, do you have any questions, Lauren? No, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. That's that's code for I've got to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we do have a T-ball game. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Nope, we're gonna wrap it up. Aww, I think it was getting kind of. Ashley would sit here and talk to you about. All college oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, man, it's it great talking to you again. Yes, very cool. Yeah. And we'll put it, this will be out Monday, uh, this yeah. upcoming Monday. Good deal. Uh, okay, cool. Have fun at T Ball. Yeah. Uh, y'all too. It's good to talk to y'all, and I'm sure we'll talk again. Okay, tell Mike we said hi. Okay. <laughs>
Will do. Bye, Lauren. Bye, guys. Bye. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworkswithanx.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.